Let's get to it. Main topic, first thing is this. You guys saw a picture. It has a guy on the left and a guy on the right. Guy on the left is on Tim. The guy on the right is on um, Griner. That's what the that's what the picture was. And basically, uh, on the left, he said, you know, like the you know, like long walks in the park, like coffees. You know, keep it quick, keep it simple. But on his Grinder profile, he had four twenty BB top only. Let's get it. So basically, these are the three questions we have for part one. Should you should your dating app profile mostly match? Start with that. And can you just legitimately look for different things on different apps? You know what I'm saying? And in three, I'm going to ask you all these three questions. One, two, three. Sam, I'm going to ask you these three. So just so you guys know, number three is can someone look for hookups and long terms on the same profile? So I'm going to get through this real fast for myself. Question one, should your dating profile mostly match? I say yes. Me personally, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. But I'm not, to me, if I go to your grind profile, I go to your tennis profile, I go to this profile and that profile and say some different shit, I'm going to be like, you confuse, you know who you are. I'm over it. Uh, two, can you legitimately look for different things on different apps? I'm to each his own. There are different apps that give different vibes and different moods, and some apps give you faster, faster responses than others. How you respond to that response and what you do with that response is a whole different thing. But could you legitimately look for different things on different apps? I say yes. Um, um, and the last thing, can someone look for hookups and long terms on the same profile? Why and why not? I say yes. And the reason why I say that because I'm one of those people um, who have been in the past, I've always longed to long-term relationship oriented that's always my goal i'm definitely a monogamous person but you know in the meantime between time you know until you find what you're looking for you know there's nothing wrong with meeting new people and if you feel like hooking up if that's what you do then you do that um, i do believe you can find it in the same places i have found relationships serious relationships on the same apps that i found hookups. so yes i do agree um but that's just my personal opinion and how i feel um so i'm gonna go to um i'm gonna go to let's start this one that's <laughs> almost time to get personal. Talk to me. Question number one, should your dating app profiles mostly match? Um, no, I don't think that they should match. I think that those apps are totally two different meanings. Uh, for instance, your Instagram is something for you to, I guess, post. That is not a dating app. No, I'm saying Instagram is for you to promote and showcase your brand or whatever you're trying to showcase. Uh, a jack grinder or a sex app is a sex app. You go in there to get booty, some dick. You that's, go in there to get something that's totally different from liking someone's picture that you don't know. But that's what we're talking about. We're talking about dating apps. We're talking about Instagram. We're not talking about Facebook. We're oh, talking okay. About jack, Tinder, flip it over, graph, gruff, all that shit. To those profiles, match. That's what we're asking. Um. No. If you got five profiles out there, should your five profiles across the board be the same? And so we're gonna get a general consensus, or should it, you know, first change? Of all, first of all, you have too much time on your hands to have five sex apps. That's a lot of different people. I think that you should settle down and get one or two apps that you think that you get in so you won't have this problem. Okay, cool. Question number two. Okay, got it. Question number two. Can you legitimately look for different things on different dating apps, and why? Um, mm. yes, I use it for different things. I have Jack. Um, I have a Jack profile that I go in there to look for hookups. I have a when I went to New Orleans when I did casting, I went on there to scouting for talent. Mm -hmm. You know, I met some people 
on there who I'm friends with today on there. So it's not even, you know, even though you're going there for sex, it don't have to be about it. You, you, you have options. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, how, it's all about how you use it and how you present yourself in using it. And uh, the last question, last but not least, can you find long-term relationships and hookups on the same site? Um, yes and no, but I'm most leaning to no. And I just think <laughs> you meeting someone anywhere, even in person or even on, on the app, they're still full of shit anyway, so. Ouch. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Clearly, that's how you feel. <laughs> okay, gotcha, no worries. Like, no matter where you meet people, people are still going to be the same. It don't matter. It's just another way of meeting someone a little faster. Niggas That's true. So. They can lie to you in your face and lie to you online, so you still got to figure out who you're talking to. Got it. Okay, okay, so Rocky, talk to me, Rocky. Question number one of part mm-hmm. three of all this. Should you mm-hmm. should your dating app profiles mostly match? Um, Is what you make it or whatnot. Um, does it necessarily, necessarily have to match? I just think it's about making your intentions clear. I, that's what I, I believe in. I because I, I don't like to read between the lines when I make your int- intentions clear. Like I always say that you know I'm looking for a relationship, but you know nowadays it's hard to come by. I and you so know, basically, so basically, I'm a man and I can need. So basically, make sure that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that they ma- that, that that you can size what you're saying and what you want. Got it. So question number two: Can you legitimate? Can you legitimately look for different things on different apps? Uh, you can, you can. Um, you know, I, I, um, I recently opened up a brand new account, and uh, you know, I said I'm looking for a relationship, but you know, evidently, you know, people are always looking like the fuckity buck. They look on the fuckity buck around the streets. They want to look for the fuckity buck. I mean, it depends. You know, um, certain apps. Yeah, you know, I would probably say I'm looking for a relationship, and then you got those ones where you just know what the hell it is. You know, it's just right. it, it, it. so. Can you? Can someone look for hookups and long-term relationships on the same profile? If you make your lines of intentions clear, yes, you can. You can, you can, you know, I've dated some people off of Jacked and, and, and dated, some, well, I mean, but then sometimes they don't last long. So, but I mean, potentially try to date, you know, you can, you know, yeah. you know I mean, it depends, you know. Got your opinions and uh, let's get personal. Last but not least, let's talk to Miss Phoenix. Miss uh, Phoenix, talk to me. So it comes to question number one: Is should your dating app profiles mostly 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 match? No, I don't. I don't agree that they should match because I think every different app has a different energy, and I think if everybody's aware of what that app is about, and you go in there trying to do something else, you almost look like you intentionally just trying to be different. So, like, if I know it's an app where people hook up, I'm not gonna go in there like I'm just looking for something long term where we can grow together because that I'm not like nobody, I'm not even gonna get any attention on that app because nobody's on that app for that. Um, honestly, it's a little more difficult for women too because women. I don't know. They feel. I feel like they play a little bit more games sometimes with being like indirect about what they want. Absolutely. Well, that's what we asked your opinion. I definitely want to know. So tell me this: Can you legitimately look for different things on different apps? Why or not? Yeah, most definitely. I think um, if you're just trying to hook up and do something casual, I think that those apps 
are actually better fit because like for me if I'm on an app and I kind of want something casual sometimes especially like women orientated apps or like lesbian apps or bisexual apps like it's it's the lines are so blurred like you know like I've 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 tried to link with somebody casually and they've been offended that I even said that to them and I'm like you know I thought it was all about being real and being honest I don't want to link up with you and you think that I want something else that I don't want so I think having those distinctions is actually makes it better because you know what you're on there for nobody can get offended or say that they was misguided on what was what because we all know why we're here right okay so can someone look for hookups and long terms on the same profile yeah because I think that I think everybody has a right to change their mind and we all have seasons. We have seasons where we don't feel like being bothered or maybe you're more career orientated or you're busy and you don't have time to really dedicate to a relationship. And then that might change six months later. And you might be like, you know what, you know, maybe I want to be booed up, you know, just from winter, summer to winter. Now, you know, a lot of people who want to be single with summer is probably going to be booed up for the winter, mm-hmm. especially in quarantine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. especially now at the corner, the numbers rising in uh, Corona, but give somebody and stay there. Question number two, part two of our, our three-part breakdown. So this is called the homeless black action. It's been said that statistically people's interest in black empowerment has increased greatly in reaction to President Trump. Do you think that the election of Biden Harris will quill the movement, quiet the movement as it's as it, as it was under the President Obama uh, administration? Why why not? Um, do I feel it will be quiet? Absolutely not. It's too much uh, rah-rah going on now and too much things, uh, even more foolishness, like they're dragging this little young boy, the young teen down the street in handcuffs. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, do I think that this will quiet? Absolutely not. Foolishness is still happening. I think it's going to get worse if they don't do what they say they're going to do. If election happens and some things don't change and um, uh, things that that's been going on for a while are um, brought to the light that need to finally make some change and make some change in administration with different people in general outside of that there's gonna be some big riffraff but i mean i don't know if y'all saw lately but the, the trump people been going crazy i saw on cardi b's instagram i saw on news these trump people are out here um with their big trucks and they signs. they was going crazy now i feel like it's gonna be a lot of you know a lot of craziness going on um especially as it gets closer to the to the to the uh, election which is so sad but it's true um, but I don't think it's on quiet. Absolutely not. So my, since uh, Corona um, and uh, all the marches that are happening, a lot of black people are more woke than they used to be. Um, so uh, with a lot more wokeness now, you know, it, it definitely to me won't die down. Um, so cool. That's um, that's my two cents. I'm going to go with uh, move the Rocky on this one really fast. And for the homeless black action. Talk to me, Rocky. Do you think that the, this will quiet the movement when the election of Biden-Harris? Quiet the movement? Would it be like it was under Obama, or would it be a little bit more fire? Talk to me. No, it's going. We're gonna have to apply fire on the ass because we want to see what y'all can do. We voted you in. Now, what you, you are you going to deliver? Are you going to deliver? Because we're tired of going and seeing the same shit between our eyes. It's depressing. It's demeaning. Is 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 insulting. It's just stupid. And you know, yes. Um, you know, Donald Trump, we, we know that he full of shit, but, you know, as politicians, sometimes a lot of people just talk and then they don't deliver. So, I mean, we got to see if he could deliver. So, no, the fire is not going to be off his ass and it's not going to quiet shit till we see some improvement. <laughs> that part. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. 
All right, Miss Phoenix, talk to me. You do think it's going to quiet the movement? Do you think, you know, things are going to heat up? Talk to me when it comes to Biden-Harris and, uh, you know, this election coming. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Um, but I, you know, I'm in my mid-30s. I was about Black Lives Matter before that was even a thing, like from 17. And one of the most frustrating things for me and why I kind of backed away from it is because I feel like people are only incited to do something about things when it's visibly given to them and is made known to them. But like Black men and women have been being murdered and mistreated (laughs) for as long as I could remember. This is not a new issue. This is not a new thing. I think because it's more publicized and because we have social media where people who don't watch the news are still getting access to things. It is why the enrage has happened because now, you know, and now it's a trend. It's a trend to to be a part of social activism. But I have friends who protest with 10 people, then it's 100 people, then it's back down to 20, then it's 500 because it's trending from week to week and people are coming in and out of it when they feel like it or when it's made known to them. So like, I want to be hopeful and say that we're going to be consistent, but if people are given or pacified, are they going to stop because they're being pacified and they're not being shown things as much? Or are they going to continue to do that because it's indebted in their memory? I don't know. I would have to see. Got you. I like that. Thank you so much. Okay, cool. And last one, leave us um, on this matter. We're going to go to Lester. Talk to me, Lester. What do you think? Is it going to quiet or quell the movement or things are going to pick up? Um, I don't think we should expect or put any responsibility on any politician or any any person like um like a president to control um the vibe and and our movement i think it's, it's called a movement for a reason i think it's for the people the people are the people who are the ones who 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 vote who are the ones who can make a difference who can change and and i think that we should continue to do that and i, I know that you said that uh that we've been, you've been heard, hearing of uh, Black Lives Matter for a long time. And I think is we're going in the right direction. And I think that if we keep keep putting our voice out there and keep being heard, keep being visible and putting it out there, we can make change in that area. And also voting in can make those decisions on creating change, um, uh, making some of acknowledging, abiding is acknowledging that there is, you know, racism in in, systematic. Yeah, in in the community, I think that at least having allies and allies, just like you said, you have you have a white friend who who understands what's going on, and she's definitely on what's going on. I think keep having allies out there marching with understand with us five years ago we didn't see a lot of we only see people who look like us out there marching so that's a fact for allies we go in the right direction and i don't think that we should say hey you know now that you're in the office what are you going to do we we're going to expect him we're going to put it on him we're going to put our foot down say hey we voting you in miss harris what are you going to do to help us since we got someone that that look like they're representing us, you know, mm-hmm. on level. Mm-hmm. So I we should expect them to do that. And at the same time, I think that people is going to be racist regardless. And we have the president of the United States going in the first debate 
telling his people to stand by, stand down. So that he is inciting all this hatred and division. And I think that if we make this change and and seem like a, a, a lot of people is 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 going along with it, if we make this change, it will. I think we will go in the right direction. Nice. Y'all gonna speak today? Y'all was in the room giving y'all knowledge. So y'all, is, this has been an amazing episode. We got one more question. I'm sorry, I just had to go there because y'all got me into it today. Last last but not least is part three, and it's called the homos. We be clubbing. We be clubbing. Sorry. And so there was a video we saw um, um, from YouTube and some, some homosexuals don't like seeing heterosexuals at homosexual clubs. Like I said, I saw in the video. So what, under what condition would you be okay seeing a heterosexual at a homosexual club? Um, and I'm not going to start with myself on this one. I'm going to end with myself. Um, and so, Rocky. <laughs> ah, <okay. laughs> so talk to me so I wonder what condition would you be okay with seeing heterosexuals a heterosexual at a, at, a, at a homosexual club so um I have personal experience with some with with some heterosexual people that was like oh let's go to the gay club and they suggested it um you have to be pretty damn comfortable with yourself and be able to hold your own. Now, I know someone who know, knew how to hold his own. And then you got a friend where it's just like, oh, we're going to the gay club. You want to go out to the gay club? Okay, cool. And then we end up at a lesbian, all lesbian place. So, and now it becomes like, okay, you coming for your own personal like vendettas. Like, what are you really here for? You know, what are you trying to prove? Um, cause we're not a mockery. Uh, you're not going to use me to beard, you know, that kind of thing. So, I mean, but the only time I would be comfortable with a gay, a straight guy being at a gay bar is if they totally comfortable with themselves. They, they ain't no attachments to it. You know, don't be coming there and be like, oh, I'm, I'm expecting to find me some girls and you know, or whatever, because you know all the gay guys like to have the girls around them. You know, it's the personal mm-hmm. shit that's behind it all. Don't you? Okay, okay. I think I can get with that. I can get with that. Uh, I'm gonna go to uh, Phoenix on this one now. Phoenix, talk to me. When is it all? <clears throat> when is it okay to under one condition? Sorry, would you be okay with saying heterosexuals at a homosexual club? Well, um, I, I've, I. I don't really. I think that there should there shouldn't really be a line unless there is a lack of tolerance, unless the person is homophobic. I think um, uniquely, like within the LGBT community, wanting to be more accepted, we have created a lot more inclusion. The irony of that is like, even in reverse, like gay people should feel comfortable occasionally going to a straight club. Like, I feel like we need to get out of this thing of like, if I'm not going to have sex or meet a date, I don't know how to enjoy myself in an atmosphere that I don't usually do. But we make each other feel uncomfortable whenever we're in those polar opposite things. So now everything becomes inclusive and exclusive. We're like, we don't want the straights here. We don't want the gays here because everybody wants to, pardon me, wants to own something. But at the same token, if you're coming there for an ulterior motive 
or a hidden agenda, then you don't need to be in that atmosphere because that it's not for your entertainment and it's not for mockery. So if you're not coming there with an open mind, maybe, you know, and this goes back to with the child, you know, being gay. If he was 17 years old, that means by 18, 21, he would be able to get in a club. Like if a parent, let's say his dad went with him to kind of understand the lifestyle or, you know, just that be a support system because he was coming into a world he didn't know. Those are like moments where I would be like, you know, that's okay if that person is coming with an open mind. But if you're coming for any other reason, then stay away. Stay your ass at home. Got it. Awesome. Yeah. Lester, talk to me <laughs> like that. Talk to me. Well, under what condition is okay to see heterosexuals in a homosexual club? Um, I think it's, uh, I agree with everyone. I think if they're, if they're going with, you know, motives that's like positive, um, I think they stay home, of course. But at the same time, I think it's perfectly fine for a straight dude to go there to pick up girls because they got fe- females at the clubs at the same time who are bisexual, who are into the, who are like, we live in a whole non-binary world now. They're, where everyone is, is attracted to each other. You know, maybe a lot of straight dudes is only attracted to lesbians or, you know, everyone has these things that they like and, and then it's up to the female. A lot of I get hit on a lot through a lot of straight girls who, who come to the club and hit on me. I mean, you cute. <laughs> right. But <laughs> we can't just put that on. Um, I guess when we're thinking about this topic, I guess our whole mind is thinking about when we're closing our eyes, we think about a, a guy going to a, a gay club. But at the same time, we got so many straight females who go in there at the same time for the That's same. True. And then we yeah. all be, I have to understand that this was created for a safe haven for us to celebrate ourselves just like pride. Like mm-hmm. now we have pride throughout the days and we have pride at night. And we got people bringing their family to pride events and and we got people who, who celebrating us. And I mm-hmm. think that now nowadays, now, you know, the early 2000s and the 90s gay clubs, totally different environment than today. Today is more accepting. And at the mm-hmm. same time, it's more, you know, inclusive and, and welcome for everyone. But at the same time, we're not gonna take no shit. Right. Period. Yeah. I mean, to close it out, I definitely agree with all that you guys are saying. And I think the most important thing is, as we all have stated, that if you're going to go to the gay club, have clear intentions, open heart, be open minded. Don't go there with no foolishness um, because you'll get what you ask for. Um, <clears throat> but clearly, I think that, it, that clubs and, and, and venues for nights, it should, hey, it should definitely say, this is gay night or this is the gay club. I mean, this is for LGBTQ or this is, you know, but it should be accepting of all people, every club. Mm-hmm. This is a straight club, and we this is a hip hop night. This is reggae thong. This is what we're doing, but everyone's accepted. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless it's like specifically like older, 25 and older for the straight couples, things like that. But I feel like I, I get what you're saying. But the reason why I say that is because gay people don't go to straight clubs, they don't feel accepted. So right. if we're saying we accept everybody, but this is a specific. It's because gay people don't know how to be respective and they be trying to go after straight people in the, in the wrong place in the wrong time. That's where <laughs> shit gets real. And that's why we have issues. But I feel like being a person who does events and who I'm used to being across the board in every aspect right. of any room. I'm used to going anywhere and not having any restrictions. So, um, you know, I like the fact of that. Sometimes I hate going to a gay club because of what it gets. It's sad, but right. it's true. Like, it doesn't give friendliness. It doesn't, it doesn't give, you know, like, let's meet, let's hang out, let's get to know new people. It gives, I'm with my friends, we're looking cute, and you still over there, we're still over here. How are you, how are you talking to me? And so that's the kind of, huh? I don't go to straight clubs because, because I hate the fact that I can't read niggas' minds. My phone's dying. Read, my phone's dying. Read, you want to be able to be a mind reader. 
You want to go to a straight club? Like, mm, that's fake. I want to do it. Because when I go to a gay club, I'm automatically going to know, okay, yeah. But No, sometimes it gives confusing things, though. I know what you mean. Like, what's it really giving? Then you want to give I'm being disrespectful, but you're giving me some type of, you know? Are you there with your with your sister or your best friend? Or you can still do the same thing in the gay club. <laughs> same thing in the gay club, though. Same thing. It's right. The same thing straight or gay club. I just feel like, you know, you're going to get those vibes whether you like the vibe. You're going to get certain vibes. So No, women do certain- that, too, though. Women do that, too. Like, sometimes straight women or bi-curious women like to pump out and they be with they and they they're just there to kind of observe. And then if you give something, it's like, oh, I don't give that. It's like, well, girl, I mean, look where we're at. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> don't don't read me out for maybe perhaps believing that you might get that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm, I'm not projecting, but I, I might be curious because you're here. Because right. you're here, right? Facts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the homos, let's take it personal. Let's get personal. So this has been a great uh, uh, three three part tool to uh, our, our end of our main topic today. So shout out to all of y'all for being a part of it. Um, this has been spicy and juicy and all the good shit in between. Um, and so just to reiterate the topics we talked about, the first thing we talked about um, was it's time to get personals. Three questions. First question is, should your dating app profiles mostly match? Two, could you legitimately look for different things on different apps? Why and why not? And three, can someone uh, look for hookups and long-term relationships on the same pro- profile? Why and why not? Let us know in the comments below. Part two is this, the homo's black action. It's been said that statistically people's interest in black empowerment has increased greatly in reaction to President Trump. Do you think an election of Biden-Harris will quell the movement, quiet the movement as it was under President Obama? Why, why not? And the last thing we're talking about was the homo's, we'll be clubbing. Um, it's the last part we call for a key for a T. Um, the question was, some homosexuals don't like to see heterosexuals at a homosexual club. Under what conditions would you be okay with seeing a heterosexual at a homosexual club? So y'all, y'all know what we gave to y'all today. We want to know what y'all give it. In the comments below, let us know what you think. Like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, iHeartRadio, um, Amazon, um, um, Apple, all that good stuff. We out here on SoundCloud. Uh, but before we leave, we definitely want to introduce, uh, reiterate all the people in the room one more time. So, you know, you can check them out. Follow them if you like what they said. You want to keep the conversation going, you can check them out. So, back to the same order. We started. We're going to... Uh, Phoenix, talk to the people on the way to find you and uh, let them if you work on anything special, you know, all that good stuff. You don't know, you know how we do. Yes, yes, yes. I dropped the R&B video halfway. I dropped another hip-hop video as a tribute to Jay Dilla. Please follow me on Instagram at YesSphoenix or Twitter, Phoenix Rocks. Come through, see me. I have a Facebook page. I got a couple pages. Please go download my new single halfway on iTunes if you're into R&B soul. I rap too. Come check me out. Stop by my page. Um, I'm actually on a road trip, so you get to see some of what I'm dealing with and some of the cities I'm going through. If you like to travel vicariously through the internet virtually and still be at home, so come holla at me shout out to everybody else all the guests tonight and troy thank you once again for having me um and shout out to nori tori because she is not here tonight but i love her oh yuri 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 yes <laughs> she was here in the beginning she made an appearance she, she did asked, but uh, like, briefly yeah, shout out to yuri we missed you this week or you missed a good one <laughs> this here was a good one and you missed out sorry for you mm-hmm. uh lester talk to the people let me know what's going on <laughs> i know you mentioned it earlier but please let me know where to find you and uh, if they want to find out information Okay, uh, you can check out my YouTube channel. Um, it's your boy Nunu, Y-O-B-O-I-N-E-W-N-U-E. Um, I do, uh, on my channel, I do a docu-series, uh, short films, um, mm-hmm. talk series, talk shows, and mm-hmm. many different things that uh, basically cater into the urban queer community. 
Um, it's just an informative tool um, for everybody. Um, uh, I have a new series. It's about the, a six-part series. Um, it's called St. Peter. It's going to be premiering soon. Um, it's it, great. Uh, I have a, also a reality show. It's called The Circle NYC. It's on our so Featuring your boy Troy Weeks music as core, of course. We're getting ready to do our reunion, which I'm really excited about. And and yeah, I'm excited. Yes, y'all. That's uh, again that's Lester. Check him out. Um the reunion again. Jordan. I we went to the first reunion. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I remember, you know, um uh, there's so many things happening. You know what I'm saying? I definitely work closely with uh with Sir Lester over here, y'all. He's got a lot of great things in the works, so please be on the lookout for what he's working on. He's always like a supporter of what I have going on, and um, you'll see me in uh, they just feature just feature my new single Harlem Salsa, and it's and um and it's um, on episode one of the recent episodes as well as some things coming up for the reunion. So stay tuned for your boy Troy Weeks and YBN. We've got some things in the works, and of course that's my lead Rock from the shot yeah. to the people, baby. Boom. Um, so it's your boy Rocky, the Chicago author. You can find me on Rocky, the Chicago author on Instagram. Uh, I am in the middle of recording uh, Mainstream Dreams 4. Um, that's the reality show I'm uh, on. Yes, talk about Mainstream it. Dream Chicago. Uh, we kind of had to put a pause on it because we had a spike over here with the COVID. Yeah. Uh, and um, go get my books on Amazon and Kindle. And um, actually talking to somebody, somebody reached out to me today about making some music. So I'm hoping, since y'all talking about music, I am inspired. So I can, you know, listen, y'all be inspired. And then, you yes. know, put this in my own. Put it out there. Just don't do it by October 30th if you ain't got enough time. Got it? Oh, oh no. my God. <laughs> It's going to take some time, baby. Take some time to marinate. You won't make that deadline. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and last but not least, of course, myself, ladies and gentlemen, at Trey Music on everything. It's getting ready to be my birthday in a week and a half. Yes, happy like, early I'm birthday. My daughter <laughs> tomorrow. So I'm super excited. Um, just stay tuned. I don't know. Guys doing a lot of amazing things in my life. You guys can follow me. We talk, this is like episode 77 and 78. Uh, some sort of thing. You know, we've been out here doing the thing. You know what I'm saying? So um, please be on the lookout at Troy Weeks Music and everything. And please follow us first TV on everything, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, um, to keep up to date on what we got going on so you can see the people out in the LGBT community that wants to, you know, speak their part and be a part of what we're doing. Uh, we've been having some amazing people come across this, come across our um, come across our screen and be a part of what we're doing and just like today. So shout out to all of you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next week, until next time, y'all, we see you guys. And don't forget, we're going to have Lester here in a couple weeks with us for his interview so you know you can want to know a little bit more don't worry send us some questions if we need to be getting ready so we can ask them when he comes in um so thank you guys again this has been all the this has been verse tv the, the homos talk show we'll see you guys again next week the homos talk show right here on verse tv four weeks music here excuse me if you hear my voice you know what that means <laughs> Rocky, the Chicago author. Uh, go get all my books. What up, it's Phoenix, and I'm feeling hot in my hot pink. What's up, this is Lester Matthews. I am a writer, director, filmmaker. I am from Brooklyn, New York. I'm currently on the road on my way to the West Coast. Singer, songwriter, rapper, host, and event curator. Holla at me. New Orleans, Louisiana, that cut off, you heard me. Where, what, where? Right here on Verse TV.